Welcome to Growing in Grace, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. And now, here's the host of Growing in Grace, Mike Kapler and Joel Barizaki. Growing in Grace with Mike and Joel. It's the cap over there, and I'm the breeze man. Mike is the cap, Joel is the breeze man, and this is Growing in Grace. And uh, hey, uh, we've uh, got some really fun stuff to talk about. Well, for me, this is fun stuff because you know, we're going to be talking about, now, now people might say, you're talking about the law, and that's fun, Joel. Uh, well, yeah, we're going to be talking a little bit about God's law, but Cap, I don't know about you, but in, in my life and in my talking you know, with other people and in my just my whole church experience, I think there's a lot of misunderstanding about what the law is, about what God's law is, what its purpose is in the life of the Christian. And for me, you know, I see the Apostle Paul saying so many things about it and and whether or not it has uh, anything to do with the life of the Christian. And for me, it's kind of fun to explore some of this stuff and to really shed some light on what the law's purpose was and whether or not it has purpose in in the life of the Christian and, and to really expound on some of this stuff because... I think people will be really freed up when they hear uh, the truth about what the Bible has to say about us being the law. I remember last week you asked the question, Cap, don't we need to commit ourselves to the laws of God? <laughs> and so we'll, we'll be kind of exploring that this week. Hopefully we can, Joel, because um, I know we're going to try and pack a lot in here this week and in the next couple of programs after this probably. I- I'm excited about it because uh, I'm hoping... Uh, that uh, we're hoping, I guess, that the purpose of this program is going to free some people up. But I, I can guarantee you that some of the th- some of the things being said over the next couple of programs or so are as if they haven't already on other programs we've done. But they're they're going to be like fingernails on the chalkboard to religious people. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what we do. We do bite-sized chunks, uh, as we talked about a few weeks ago, of fingernail scratching on on chalkboards. I mean, some of this stuff, uh, to to, to quote a pastor that you and I both know, some of this stuff is not going to fly in the religious community. So uh, fasten your seatbelt in there and and tie your hands to the chair so that you don't turn the program (laughs) off because it's important you listen to the next two or three programs because so much of what we're talking about is the difference between night and day between what a lot of people have been taught in church and what the truth really is. Yeah, oh man, there's a big difference, a really huge difference. In, and so uh, let's kind of get into this. Your question last week, Cap, don't we need to commit ourselves to the laws of God? Well, we're going to back up just a little bit uh, in order to kind of ex- begin exploring this. Something, Mike, the, that you and I have talked about tons of times on this program, something that we can never get enough of, always getting back to this foundation of what is the gospel. First, uh, let's let's talk a little bit about what the gospel is, and we'll see what, what Paul says about this and where he leads in, in the book of Romans, where he leads to his talk about the law. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, Paul says in Romans 1.16, for it's the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also for the Greek. And then the ever-important sentence that's right after that that most people seem to ignore for in it and that's in the gospel the righteousness of god is revealed from faith to faith as it is written the just shall live by faith so in the gospel 
a certain righteousness is revealed. And uh, we won't get too deep into this, but it's the righteousness of God as opposed to man's righteousness. <laughs> That's a big difference there. And when we talk about my righteousness, what I can accomplish, what I can do, God says, no, sorry, that's not going to do it. The gospel is all about God's righteousness that's been given to us as a gift. Well, and then, you know, I find it interesting, first of all, that, that Paul starts out, you know, the first epistle here after after the book of Acts, Paul's first epistle out of many, and he's talking about what the gospel is. It's foundational stuff that most of us have probably never even been taught. And what you were just talking about there, Joel, the summary of the gospel being the righteousness of God now being revealed to us. Not our righteousness, but his. And then Paul goes on for several chapters. And and this is so important to remember when reading the scripture. You know, I know that we have divided things up into chapters and verses, and we memorize verses. But a lot of times we memorize verses out of their context and gain a misunderstanding of what that scripture really means because of that. Paul is taking several chapters of the book of Romans now to expound upon what he just said here about the righteousness of God being revealed. And then he gets to a point several chapters later, Joel. Yeah, he does. Yeah, like you say, he gets into this, for the wrath of God is revealed. You know, God's passion against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of man is revealed. And he goes on talking about that, the reason why we needed God's righteousness instead of our own. Because if you read through some of this stuff, you'll see that, uh, and really do take some time to read through Romans 1 and, and through Romans 2, and we'll see that Paul talks about so many things, so many reasons why People need uh, not their own righteousness, but God's righteousness. All have been declared sinful. All are guilty according to their own righteousness. And so he makes the point that it's got to be about God's righteousness. And 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 then he talks about the law. He, we, he gets to Romans uh, 3.19. He says, now we know, this is and this is where we're going to start talking about the law here. Now we know that whatever the law says, it says to those who are under the law, and man... Camp out on that just for, you know, chew on that for a while. Whatever the law says, it says to those who are under the law, because we find out elsewhere that we're not under the law, but we're under grace. And then Paul's reason for this, that every mouth may be stopped and the world may become guilty before God. So he talks all throughout this whole, you know, these first three chapters of Romans, talking about sin, God's wrath against sin. And he says, whatever the law says, it says to those who are under it, that every mouth may be stopped and the world may become guilty before God. That was the reason for the law, to make everybody guilty before God. And by the deeds of the law, no one, no flesh shall be justified in his sight. For, for by the law is the knowledge of sin. What you said there needs to be repeated. Uh, by the deeds of the law, no flesh shall be justified in his sight. Uh, for by the law, the knowledge of, uh, is the knowledge of sin. And then he's, he makes the point that he made back in Romans 1, 16 and 17, not being ashamed of the gospel. The righteousness of God is revealed. That's what the gospel is, a revelation of God's righteousness. And so here we are uh, in, in Romans chapter 3. Paul said all of that to say this. He says, but, but now, having said all that about the law, but now the righteousness of God apart from the law is revealed being witnessed by the law and the prophets, even the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ to all and on all who believe. So, uh, you know, again, just uh, there's such a flow that takes place in the scripture here. Yeah, your point that you said a little while ago is so important that it's 
not just picking out chapters and is not just picking out verses, but he writes, Paul writes several, you know, thoughts and they all tie together. So going back to Romans one seventeen, the, the wrath of or uh, the uh, the righteousness of God is revealed uh, in the gospel, and then follow along his thought process, getting up to uh, Romans three. 21, where he picks it back up again. The righteousness of God apart from the law is revealed. So the gospel is God's righteousness. Here's here's what we really need to say here. The gospel is God's righteousness revealed. And so Romans 3.21, but now the righteousness of God apart from the law is revealed. So the righteousness that is declared in the gospel is not righteousness that comes from the law. That's the bottom line here. We need to get ourselves out from under the mindset that any of our law-keeping, any of our attempts to try to keep the law, has anything to do with our standing before God. Because God's righteousness has nothing to do with the law. It's it's God's very own righteousness uh, that he's given to us as a gift. Yeah, you are now declared righteous. As, as a Christian, as a believer in Jesus Christ, you are declared righteous righteous his righteousness in you you become a a brand new creation uh reborn so to speak and so keep that in the back of your mind as we move forward here yeah and so so what you know your question here you know what about um what about sin what about overcoming sin what about uh what are we going to do in order to live righteously don't we need to commit ourselves to the laws of god won't that help us to live right won't that help us in overcoming sin and temptation and everything like that, isn't the law there to help us, to lead us, and to guide us? And Well, we follow further along in some of the things that the Apostle Paul says, and we get to Romans 6, and uh, we'll see how much time we got to get into some of this, but Romans 6.14, a wonderful, wonderful verse that, again, following along with the whole thought. I don't want to just rip one verse out here, but if you follow along with the whole train of thought, for sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under law, but under grace. <laughs> Isn't that a big difference right there? Uh, we think, okay, I, I don't want to sin. I, I'm, the, I'm a Christian, and I, and I want to please God. I don't want to sin. And so in the mindsets of many, it's like, well, let's just see what the law says, and let's let's try to do that. But it says here, for sin shall not have dominion over you. Why? Because you are not under law but because you're under grace big difference there cap well we you know he goes on to say you've you've been set free from sin uh you, that doesn't you know because people always ask the question should we sin the, the grace may abound we're not under law we're under grace certainly not paul said and he goes on to say that we've been set free from sin uh you become slaves of righteousness uh, again, this unfortunately is not a subject we're going to be able to spend a lot of time on, but we're, we're trying to get to some other points here about the law. And, and what you had to say there, Joel, is, is critical because it continues to follow the flow of what Paul was saying all the way back to Romans 1 uh, through 2 and 3. And here in chapter 6, the same flow of conversation is taking place. And then uh, I know we're limited on time here, so we're going to try and get to Romans chapter 7, which is kind of a, another key point we want to make about the law and the fact that we've been set free from the law. And there's a passage of scripture here in Romans chapter 7. Uh, I've heard people talk about marriage, 
uh, and teach marriage seminars on this passage of Scripture. Uh, church doctrines have been centered on this Scripture in, in the context of marriage. And Paul's not even really talking about marriage here between me and my wife. He's using marriage as an illustration to make a point that we've been freed from the law. And Joel, uh, I know we've got to try and whittle through this quickly. Yeah, well, and, and in fact, I really, I really think with uh, with just a minute and a half left here, or so we we probably let's do this. Let's uh, next week, let's dig into Romans seven here, and and we'll uh, we'll check out some other verses uh, that go along with that as well. Some some other really great scripture that talks about Paul's example in Romans seven. Maybe we can give our listeners some homework, <laughs> have them read Romans seven, and I would even say. Uh, read Romans 7 along with uh, along with Galatians 2 and we'll get into some of that next week because uh, man it's it's wonderful stuff that uh, that it's just what God has done for us in Christ Jesus getting back to that question it, committing ourselves to the laws of God he never meant for us to commit ourselves to his laws in order for us to be righteous or in order order for us to to live righteously and there's so much that's said here that I really think we need to spend some some good time on. So next time, on our next program, we'll get into Romans 7 and Paul's example of, of a husband and wife. And, and remember, it's just an example that he's using. It's not a scripture that's that has anything to do with Christian marriage. And so next week on Growing in Grace, we'll do that. In the meantime, we thank you for listening. I'm Joel Brzezicki, along with Mike Kapler. The program, Growing in Grace, we've been doing this for over 40 years now, and we sure appreciate you listening. And all of our past programs, you can find them at graceroots.org. And just wanted to also let you know that there's a brand new Grace Roots community that people can join up, uh, and you can find the link to that on graceroots.org as well. We'll be back again with you next time as we talk more about growing in grace. You've been listening to Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Barizaki, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. 